Got some swarming. Gotta clean out these. Oh, hey, didn't see you walk in. It's your old pal Wes Corn. Welcome to another episode of When Keeping It Real Goes Rob. I have amazing news. Uh, so, got back from South America. Long story. A lot of uh, self prostitution raising money in the airport, which is a fun experiment. Uh, we got met with the current administration after I was recaptured upon arriving to the States under an assumed name, uh, Saab Reiner. Not a clever man, going to acknowledge that. But here's where the news gets really good. Met with current officials, and they legally uh, cannot charge me with anything because, uh, among other things, it turns out under the current administration, which is very pro-business, uh, it's not so much that they're pro-large uh, business, they're just so anti-employee, you know what I'm talking about, that as podcast guests, as independent contractors, uh, they are legally, the people that passed away on the podcast, are completely at fault in regards to every one of these. They're just legally industrial accidents. And I know what you're thinking, right? Like a couple of those. What about, you know, the whole Schneider Team 6? You know, I had two podcast guests die, and I Schneider Team 6 is dead. Why shouldn't I be in trouble for that? Here's where things get great, because Schneider Team 6, is re they refuse to acknowledge it as a project, and now that they've fallen apart, they've destroyed all files of it, they can't charge me with anything. Ah, so I am completely in the clear. I am currently cleaning the old the old tank, uh, you, you know, making making it clean for future guests. You know, I think it's going to be good. Um, or, you know, it'll take a few weeks to clean up. So this one is just kind of an update podcast, but a lot of exciting things in the future. Full disclosure: I am standing on a pile of flesh that's about two months old to get the nooks. Um, a little sorry for that, but you know, I'm, I'm too positive to be that sorry. I gotta tell you, I think things are gonna go great from here. Uh, no regrets. I'm gonna live forever. Uh, no regrets on anything I've done with this podcast so far. Yes! Whoa, it's all my friends that have been on the podcast in the past. You've returned to spirits. Wow, you've come back to tell me your deaths weren't my fault and to absolve me of my guilt. No! You sure? Wes, as, as podcast guests, we were to be protected under guest's right to laugh and riff under the roof of your podcast. Oh man, you guys are invoking guest right, or podcast guest right as it were. Yes! Guys! I'm obviously remorseful that what happened to you guys happened, right? Uh, no regrets on anything I've done with this podcast so far. Oh, come on, you can't use your ghost for winding time powers to use the words I've said against me. That's not fair. Ghost guys, I have treated your sacrifices for this podcast quest with the utmost respect. You're standing on my corpse. Yes, you are currently standing on Andrew's corpse. Listen, all of your deaths were unavoidable industrial accidents and or unavoidable genetic engineering accidents and or unavoidable mountaineering accidents and or two unavoidable executions by agents of the American government. You could have prevented all of those deaths. My death was intentional. You said, hey, he's Wes Corwin, and then they shot me. Okay, look, I will accept 10% liability on your collective deaths. Well, we're 10% pissed the hell off! Whoa, Spencer, Hannah, Andrew Ruiz, Pete, and Hiram are all fusing into a singular spiritual ghost Voltron. They're becoming a sharp J. Actually, we roundtabled it among ourselves. 
We think J-Sharp rolls off the tongue better. I mean, I completely disagree, but I'm not, I'm not involved. It's your Ghost Voltron, you can name it, whatever. Silence! And now we complete our unfinished business. Oh man, you're gonna kill me for my role in your deaths! No. Oh, great. We're going to destroy Rob Schneider to prevent further seasons of real Rob. Oh. Oh no. J-Sharp out! kill Rob Schneider. So no more episodes. I could start a crashing podcast, the Pete Holmes, like, cr cr uh, title, cra Crashing with Crashing, Pod Crash, Pod Crash, Pod Crashing? Pod, no, no, all these ideas are awful, I have to go save Rob Schneider. Um, I'm gonna collect some very important essentials I have laying around the house, and I'm, then I'm going to get myself a lift. I will be back in the time it takes for you to listen to the theme song. Bob Schneider is a somewhat popular comedic actor who seemed to have it all. The script is perfect. Thank you. This is the true story. I want this to be more real. True stories. What? When people stop being polite. And start getting real. Yeah, and I'm not afraid to show that part of my life. You can do it all night long! You're watching When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong. Hey, this is Wes Korn. Welcome to another episode of uh, When Keeping It Real Goes Rob. Uh, I have been waiting for a lift for a while. We've got to stop uh, J-Sharp. Of course, the ghost Voltron made of all my podcast guests trying to destroy Rob Schneider. I can't move on to a different subject. I've tried watching Mulaney. It is not bad enough. We have got to stick to this horse. Oh, here, come, here comes a vehicle. I feel very good about it. Here it pulls up. And then walk in the door. Hey, is this a, is this a lift for Wes? Yeah. Uh, okay. Can you just can you drive me uh, to? I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm gonna. You're gonna get me there. It's, yep. Uh, yep. Wonderful. That's gonna take care of itself. Uh, this is a, this is a nice Hyundai Elantra. Whoa! I didn't realize I got a, a one of those share lists. Daniel Magden, it's so good to see. You. Oh, hey, Wes Coral. It's I good to see you, friendly face. See you. What's up, buddy? It's it's good. How are you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing really good. Uh, see, I was just watching the show. I don't know if you've seen it. What? Uh, it's what? this new Netflix original series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Series of unfortunate events oh. with Neil Patrick Harris. That's what you were wanting to talk about, right? No, I gotta tell you, I haven't, I haven't seen any of it. I, I I'm a much bigger fan of uh, the works of Lemony Snicket than I am uh, Rob Schneider. But I've kind of, I'm on this path, and I gotta follow. Oh, right. All right. So we're on. Them. We're on. Oh, okay. Real, well, real Rob. Real Robert. Well, well, I've watched that a lot too, Good. as it turns out. Right. Uh, I just, you know, just a little bit here and there. Yeah. Just. Uh, Have you seen episode seven? 
I just watched it this morning. Wow. Coincidentally. This, this all is, worked out. This I'm, is the best lift ever. I was really stressed out that uh, I was going to have to change this podcast to a series of unfortunate events podcast. <laughs> like, just after episode six, it suddenly becomes episode one through. <laughs> and you'll never reference it ever. It never <laughs> comes up again. And still keep it called when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got to keep that fan base. That. I already put down fifteen dollars a month on the SoundCloud Pro. I can't quit the brand. I cannot <laughs> quit the brand. I uh, I made I I, I rewatched uh, episode seven today. I watched it like a couple days ago, and I rewatched it so I could take further notes. But I watched it with uh, friends. Sure. Who uh, have not seen the show, uh-huh. and uh, they did not get it. <laughs> they were very angry that I made them watch two episodes, two consecutive episodes of of Real Rap, and they had no context, you no, know, because no. it's a really hard show to keep up with. I feel like you absolutely. Know? Uh, the cruel thing is, you can like you watch episode six or seven, and you're like, oh man, I don't understand anything, and then you get the contest context and that makes the show worse makes it worse i was uh i was looking on the wikipedia page i was just reading the plot of all of the episodes just kind of brush up and each plot of the episode sounds like a decent episode Mm -hmm. of a tv show i'm like oh rob has to sell his his beatles album (laughs) that seems like a decent episode Mm -hmm. nope nope and it's shot like a progressive commercial it absolutely (laughs) it's full of like everybody's bright orange like yeah no uh, I don't know if anybody's brought this up yet. Please. But have, have you noticed how it's kind of, at least in the opening scenes, in every episode, it's always edited to look kind of like a Woody Allen movie? A little bit. Like yeah. it does like just that blank like titles while people are talking. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the, the whole show is just like a mixture of all sorts of things Rob Schneider is ripping off. At yeah, one point no. he's ripping off Louie. But then I, I've realized I think he's trying to rip off Woody Allen. Really? Like, that's what I've taken from it. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. And I think I think it communicates how unoriginal his show is. When, <laughs> like, so, it, it, within this episode, within episode seven, he's talking to the TV executives, and they pitch him mm. the weird zombie show, and he says, I just wanted to make Everybody Loves Raymond. Like, he doesn't... Literally, <laughs> It's, there's no twist. He's not like, but with my fan. Like, no, he was just, I just, I'm sorry. I figured you guys would really want a second Everybody Loves Raymond. I mean, what's Ray Romano doing these days? Like, they they wanted to Everybody Loves Raymond. They could probably just get Ray back. They could like, absolutely bring back Everybody Loves Raymond. And, they could call it Everybody Still Loves Raymond. The show <laughs> writes itself. And they, my favorite thing is the show that they pitched. Mm-hmm. Sounded ten times better. It was so compelling. I it's, would love to watch a show about Ross Schneider getting chased by zombies. I one hundred. I was sitting there, and he was. He said, "Like no one's ever done a sitcom in a zombie apocalypse." And Rob rolled his eyes, and I was like, "Yes, You're no right. one has ever done a sitcom in a zombie apocalypse." You can still have the Mexican family <laughs> angle. It's, like that's fine. Yeah, it's funny. It's if you made Home Improvement. But there were zombies everywhere. I would watch it. America would watch it. Everybody would. It's yeah. <laughs> it's a golden idea. And Rob's like, no, I just kind of want to make a show about my family. Like, everybody does. It's so weird. We've talked about it on the podcast that Rob is like, I'm on this exciting new frontier. I'm on Netflix. Like, I don't have to adhere to CBS anymore. Like, he's celebrating So let's that. make the most boring, generic show I humanly could. Yes. Like, let's make something that has transcends no boundaries. That would fit... So well on the ABC lineup. Like I'm, I'm so furious. <laughs> that 
that he was one of the first people that was like, I want a show on Netflix, and he decided to do nothing with it. It was horrifyingly sad. The whole... It, no, because the whole show just feels like him trying to make... Because like, like he, he, he pokes jabs at yeah, himself. Absolutely. But in, in the whole long run, it's supposed to make him look like just this incredible person. Like, look at how awesome Rob Schneider's life mm-hmm, is. Like, mm-hmm. his wife is so hot, she's in the show. Yeah. Although, I don't think has ever done any sort of acting. Oh, or, no, no, no. or uh, His wife is like... Tommy was so level bad. It's like yeah. I don't think that's an exaggeration. Here's the weird like I will celebrate uh Patricia's acting. Like when she uh is belittling Rob Schneider, I'm like I believe that. <laughs> I like that I I was genuinely my heart sw- uh, swam. It was it, full of good energy in the third episode when Rob like I've I've brought this up multiple times. The one of my favorite scenes is the one where Rob Schneider's like what if this gives me de- dementia? Will you take care of me? And she's like if I did, you wouldn't even remember it. That's delightful. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, she's a good actress. And then every episode, like, she's supposed to be happy. Like, yeah, I'm happy with Rob Schneider. And I'm immediately like, oh, the things you're doing with your face, I don't believe any of this. Yeah, no, she looks like someone's pointing a gun at her the it, entire time off screen. Like physically uncomfortable the entire experience. It's just not, I, it's 100%... Unbelievable. Bringing it to the Rob... Like, we've talked about the uh, real Rob is basically just him, like, taking his 2012 CBS sitcom. And we've been speculating what timeline the show operates on. And I don't... Here's what I'm trying to figure... Because all the ideas he brought up... uh, So, to explain. The show usually opens up with some sort of, like, setup. Or at least 30 seconds of silence to be like, hey, we're dropping in a situation. The show starts with Rob Schneider looking in a camera and being like, I want a thing. People <laughs> should give me a thing. Literally. Yeah. Like, just bitching. The so, first five seconds of the show is just him whining mm, on his own TV show. It's the same. That he doesn't have a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and Patrice is like, well, what, what, what do you mean? And he's like, all these celebrities have cool things. Jessica Simpson has a clothing line. Justin Timberlake is buying MySpace. It was like six years ago. Ex- and that historically failed. Exactly. Like- 2000. <laughs> all these ideas are from 2011. If you Google all these things, the last time Jessica Simpson's clothing line was updated, their Wikipedia page, it was 2011. I genuinely forgot Jessica Simpson was a person. <laughs> yes. Like, at all. Yes. Like... Shannon Doherty's uh, college at, for education connection, 2011. All these things are from 2000, and I'm what? So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, even Rob Schneider's show, which we established in the second episode was canceled, was canceled in 2013. So the timeline does Rob Schneider age beyond 2011? Is he as an actor so old school that he is physically trapped in the year 2011? He just can't go any further. Like this whole time, I thought he was trapped in 2003 whenever Deuce Bigelow came out. (laughs) But no, he had a couple more years of glory to hang on to. Very few, but still there years. And he's just I I I, like I I wonder if that's the cost. We all assume Patrice is doing it for the money. Uh, being married to him, but is part of that cost every year she has to white out the year on the newspaper so it reads 2011. Because I can't... <laughs> every day. Every day. Oh, look, Justin Timberlake bought MySpace as she's just playing with an iPhone. Uh-huh. That's really interesting. Grown-ups is still at top of the box <laughs> office, Rob. Like... Grown-ups. It's horrifying. I think you're going to have many more successful movies, Rob. is <laughs> looking good for mm-hmm. you. And, and the, he... He had a sitcom on CBS, and that, that's what they were, I guess, 
He seemed really bitter about. He seems very bitter about he this is sitcom. Furiously angry that his show got taken off the air. Uh, transparently so. I didn't know the show existed. Oh so yeah, there's yeah. probably a reason it got taken off the air. I, we've referred to it on the podcast before. Uh, we we've called it the Young Sheldon of t- 2011. <laughs> just a just a massive numerical hit that the show was like. Even though nine million people are watching this. We can't justify showing this to human beings. There's no reason We've got to pull this. To the, and Rob Schneider was like, what? We've got nine million people watching. And, he, and they were like, there's no way. There's no way we can look our creator in the eye someday and tell them, no, yeah, Rob, season five. We're absolutely about it. Get it out of here. <laughs> and he was like, I'll take it to Netflix. And Netflix was like, uh, at this point, it's 2014. We're small enough. We will put anything on the air with a name on it. And that's how we resulted in two seasons of Real Rob. Because back then, Netflix, it was like, man, that's, that's crazy. Who's going to watch this Netflix original show? Like? Absolutely. You want to give us a show? We'll put it on. And uh, someday, Netflix will pay for its pay for its sins. Absolutely. I hope. Oh, but that's, so, what net, that's what net neutrality is really all about. <laughs> Rebalancing the karmic order. The FCC was just watching Real Rob like, we can't let this keep happening. Hell to the no. Get What's the- next? The ranch? Oh, God. Pull the plug. Get Pull the, the plug. Whole- no one gets the internet anymore. Pull it down. No one gets it. But, uh, so, among the points I want to talk about, uh, I do want to... We this entire podcast episode is probably going to be about what a monster Rob Schneider is. I do want to take a moment. We've talked about how Jamie is a sympathetic character, and this entire episode threw that out. The he door. was like kind of a kind of a horrifying, kind of rapey at one very, point. Very Norman Bates. Yeah, that whole like I there there are people that say you can re-edit Friends episodes to be horror stories about uh, Ross. You wouldn't have to re-edit that last scene of the no. episode. It was already horrifying. It was like I for like I why was that part of the episode? <laughs> like it was going all right. I was like, okay, I see what this is all about. Oh, and now he's kind of being creepy. Yeah. Now and... he's got this poor woman that might be homeless because she doesn't want to sleep in a hotel room. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sure. I get it. Just stay here for 20 more minutes while I make you into a skin suit. Is we it... have two Deuce Bigelow posters <laughs> in here. <laughs> two, and yeah. Not, not a poster for Deuce Bigelow and Deuce Bigelow European Chigolo. No, Just no, no. two separate <laughs> posters for the first one. Separate, unique Deuce Bigelow Because even Rob Schneider won't acknowledge... Uh, not European Jiggle. <laughs> that one's out the door. That one is dead and gone. I like, like, the entire thing, like, everything about Jamie that I was previously like, yeah, he's just a dumb golden retriever, man. He's just excitable, but he's still very kind. He's good with kids. Was immediately thrown away to, like, I approach women in coffee, like, multiple women in the same coffee bars in front of each other and tell them that they're the love of my life. I'm like, Get away from everyone. And don't talk to people anymore. You're the yeah, worst. That and uh, the scene in the bank. Yes. Where they just said Ryan Gosling's name. Over and over. I and felt so uncomfortable by that. Yeah. And uh, if you were in a bank. Yeah. And you just said Ryan Gosling's name. And, and the bank teller just started violently orgasming. Yeah. Like, I don't see... May, call me old-fashioned, <laughs> but I don't see the sensuality in no, that. No, no, And then they kept saying it. They kept... 
Rob, again, we've talked about on the podcast, I keep saying we do that, but we've talked about on the podcast how Rob Schneider uh, seems to only derive pleasure from human suffering and yes. humiliation. And nothing is, like, again, if somebody had a spontaneous orgasm in a bank, you'd probably be like, I'm going to give you some space, or I'm like, I need this check, so I'm just going to, like, fast forward through the business. I might enact human empathy and be like, oh, sorry, is there a nail down there you stepped? Like, instead he stands there and he says Ryan Gosling 20 more times to her very clear discomfort. And, like, what is that lady's problem? <laughs> like, it, it, does that happen every time? Oh, no. Yeah. Like, she's at the like, she's at the movies with her family. It's gotta be real. Like, there's a trailer for Ryan Gosling. <laughs> exactly. And she's like, oh, yeah. It's like, lady, we're trying to watch Avatar The Last Airbender here. We didn't, we knew, we came in here knowing we weren't going to enjoy it. It's an M. Night Shyamalan film. Could you stop returning <laughs> chewing over Ryan Gosling? It's horrifying. And, uh, it's it's truly. Uh, yeah, we, uh, Rob Schneider doesn't seem to understand how uh, courtship work. Like uh, two people, how they would progress into the state of a relationship. Uh, it's a, it's a thing that I just dawned on me. We we haven't seen any two people get to like it's either existing miserable relationships yeah. or it's single people staying separate. There's no. Uh, I don't think he knows how human like connection or relationships in general work. No, like. absolutely. His two closest friends are his employee assistant, who's incompetent, and his stalker. He yeah. doesn't have other people. And that is honestly something I kind of appreciate about yeah. the show in a way, because like in every generic uh, comedian living in the city show, yeah. uh, they always have like a, a cast of like friends. Like yes, there's always yeah. that support friends, and, and at least Rob is self-aware, because like he probably doesn't have that <laughs> many friends. Nope. Like he got Norm to come for like ten minutes on the second episode. Three and a half minutes. He got David Spade to come on for twenty seconds. Approximately 20 seconds. He couldn't be in the same room with George Lopez. He could not get George Lopez to stand in the same room for a scene. Two separate scenes, two separate phones. Who, I don't, there's no one. There's no Did one for Did he direct this episode? I, he directed every episode. I, I think that's really, I, like, I don't think he has, I don't think he knows what a director does. No, no. I think he just like set up some cameras and like because every single part of it looks like one of those ads for a community college that you would see yeah. like on daytime tv like mm -hmm. after an episode of cops one like, of those shannon doherty college commercials where it's just <laughs> faded out and everything feels like oh has this ever happened to you but it's at you watch it for 20 minutes and you're like oh this is just a rob schneider television it's just show. constant it's just the it's it's the word i and here's like we talk about i we've seen in the show, how many continuity errors there are, how many times something in somebody's hand is just gone. I would love to see Rob Schneider behind the camera because either uh, he doesn't care or he's just constantly rolling and has no sense of... It's got to be either an Ed Wood passion or zero passion whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that or... Uh... There's some, like, script supervisor who's oh, just tearing their fucking hair out every day. <laughs> like, there's... Like, who I... I feels so bad for whoever the second unit on Real Rob is. Oh like, they, God. like... <laughs> Alright, in this scene, guys, in this scene, I'm getting a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's horrifying. Who knows about vitamins? Who here knows about vitamins? Vitamins. I'm so... So, we, I, yeah. We're, we're, we're here. We've I'm, procrastinated long enough. I'm excited about it. I need to talk about it. So, 
Rob Schneider episode, again, every episode, from this one to this one, there are a lot of themes, which is why we're able to say so frequently, we've talked about this, because nothing changes. The universe doesn't change. Rob Schneider's a constant. He's been here since the dawn of time. He'll be here at the end times. <laughs> he will usher in the apocalypse. That's what this podcast is about. But more importantly, uh, in every episode, uh, he'll talk down to a health professional, or he'll talk to a doctor like they're an idiot, or he'll make it, oh. You. He said, Rob Schneider said by favorite thing and i truly believe that this was sincere when he said it because mm -hmm. you can tell when he's being sincere and you can tell when he's like trying to yeah. make a joke but he said and i quote i've read all the books i'm on all the websites i'm an expert on health <laughs> uh, he might as well have said like i have a subscription to webmd i'm an expert i know all the medicine they might as well just made the show about rob schneider as a doctor absolutely i would probably watch that I show. would rather watch, like, if they made, like, a Doogie Hauser, but about an adult prodigy. But with Rob Schneider. <laughs> but with Rob Schneider. I would watch that show. Again, anything is better, like, the, the zombie apocalypse show or Rob Schneider doctor. Anything's better than Rob Schneider just farting around for, it's just your life. Fucking, I get, but, so, he, the plot of this episode is he needs a thing, he runs around. Uh, he walks into a, like a GNC or like a central market or like, yeah. yeah. And he walks up to one of the employees and he's like, Hey, uh, I'm looking for this kind of supplement, but without, uh, cyanonucleotide or whatever. Yeah. And the guy's Because like, every vitamin store you've ever been to, you know, the employees just know exactly what you're talking about. They know the ingredients mm -hmm. to every vitamin there. And the guy was like, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, and he, and instead of being like, oh, okay, you don't know, I guess I know more. He takes like a full minute out of this episode to just recite facts. Like, talking about, oh, did you know the fun thing about cyanonucle is that uh, it has a toxin in it, and you could just use this instead, but the company's using it. Isn't that interesting? And the guy says, no. And then he just keeps <laughs> saying facts. Like, if they would have stopped that, that, I could see the attempt at it being a joke. Right. But then it just, for is like a minute and a half. And then he talks to a pregnant woman and delivers more facts that no one asked for. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, she goes... You're creepy, and then moves on, <laughs> and then Jay, like so. It's the, what I'm what I'm getting at is it's the like he he spends six episodes uh, talking to medical professionals, doctors, and being like, "You're dumb. I'm smart." And yeah. they go because he wrote the script. They go, "Yep, I guess." <laughs> and then and then like go to a doctor's office. <laughs> go to a doctor's office right now and tell them how much more you know than them. I'm so. But and then uh, Jamie literally says the line. Um, you, uh, wow, you know more about uh, health supplements than the people that work here know about health supplements. And Rob is like, you're right, I do. This is my thing. I should start a health company. And Jamie's like, wow, you should. And the entire time, I'm th for, it was in my head, the part in season one, episode one, where Rob is like, I want this to be my, this show, I want it to be my real life. This is my real life. And when he said, I should start a health supplement company, I said out loud to myself, there's no fucking way. There is not a world where Rob Schneider owns a health supplement company. Oh, guess what? And yet, if you go to beyondhealth.com, you will find Beyond Health International. Have we confirmed that Rob Schneider is directly connected to this company? Yes, we have, because we have tweets saying, please check out our vitamin a company. A lot of them. A health, lot of tweets about it. Health is a it. choice. Choose it now. Love, Rob. And a tweet. 
from Crystal Daily at Crystal Daily 666, the number of the beast, four followers, <laughs> who says, I love the show Real Rob. I'm watching it right now. And found the health food episode made my day. Health is important. Could you send me the links to any pages you've made? I'll send in my friends and family. Love that stuff. It's moving forward for you. I will pay fifty. I will bet fifty dollars that that is just Rob Schneider making different accounts. I'm so sure. Like he, I, 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 we. It's got to be a bot. Or does Rob Schneider have that much time where he would make at Crystal Daily six six six? Because how many people are honest to God Rob Schneider fans? I I want. He has like I just under a million followers. That's crazy. Seven hundred and eleven thousand people are really about Rob. Schneider. They they really want to know what Rob Schneider's up to. I mean, well, hold, let me let me make one. Oh, I haven't logged in, or I would follow him right now because <laughs> this is it's too late to go. We gotta back. catch up. I absolutely. He's still tweeting about real Rob. That's still his pinned tweet. Uh, oh, some betting odds on the FIFA World Cup. Trying to get out of that Norm McDonald uh, betting on things action. Yeah. I get it. I'm fine. Yeah, I'd much rather... If there was just a show about Rob Schneider betting on <laughs> soccer games, I would be so okay with I would. I would love that. I would absolutely... But here's the fun... So, among, among the things... You look at all of these, he has things... He has pills for age defense. Yeah. Allergy defense. B-complex. Bone mineral formula. And uh, at the very, very bottom... And I, f I searched the whole website, because I'm so mad about it, is he has prostate support. Which, if you recall, in episode two, he pointed out that he how angry he was about the implication yeah. that he would need prostate medication. He really went for the long haul in that one, uh, right? This, like... is, this is the perfect joke to pay off five episodes <laughs> later and on my own the research. two guys got it. <laughs> I'm so deeply, deeply offended. This is so... This is this feels like the 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 part in a Christmas story where he de he uses the decoder ring and it's an Ovaltine ad. This entire show for seven episodes, <laughs> I've been keeping track of it. I've made a podcast about this. <laughs> My friends have died, and it was all to advertise his guys. They help. died so that Rob Schneider could live. Could sell prostate pills. There's a kid's mega multi. This would be like if I hunted a leprechaun and held him down. And his treasure chest, instead of filled gold, was filled with Lucky Charms. And a box popped out. And then some <laughs> spokesman came out and said they're magically delicious. And I'd grab him by the lapel and say, I've wasted years on this! And then they just take your credit card information. <laughs> and that's it. I'm so... I can't... I can't handle... There's, there's too much... There's just I there's there's a whole catalog there's a Christmas catalog there's a Christmas there's a for this year there's a whole Christmas catalog what you, Rudolph for two hundred and fifty dollars you can get what is what is the oh there's Rudolph's a red nose for two hundred fifty dollars salad joy for thirty five dollars snowflake go for fifty five dollars elves pick me up which is liver care adrenal support formula I hate makes you feel like there's elves crawling on your skin I'm so deep. This should be illegal. That this is clear. Okay, there's a there's a thing that says stay salty, my friends, and it clearly has about seventy percent of the guy from the Dos Equis ads. But in, it is that did Rob Schneider make all do do the Photoshop and all this? I'm is he so, that hard up for cash? I'm so angry at everything I'm seeing right now. I bet. Okay, stocking I, stuffers. Stocking stuffers from two ninety nine. Well, at least they're two dollars and ninety nine cents. I, so here's the thing. This podcast is like 70% parody. Uh, I feel like I have to skirt the edge on libel and slander here. 
I think it's a there's a possibility. I would venture so far as to say there's a likelihood that when Rob Schneider, uh, he he definitely self-produced the show. He paid yes. all the money to produce it. I feel like he wrote this show off on his taxes as an advertisement for his health supplement company. I, I could absolutely <laughs> see that. That is a possibility. I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but I am stating it on a podcast as a possibility. <laughs> you know I, what? I am stating that. <laughs> I I'll take the I'll take the rap of this one. <laughs> Alright. Maybe he'll just be happy that someone's called him. Maybe yeah. maybe now that maybe it's just like this big riddle. It was this riddle this whole time and now that someone found his secret, he it, can move on. It's very clear that Rob Schneider is in a small Twitter pocket dimension on his own where all of his retweets and replies are just people that maybe he made or robots telling him how great he is. Wouldn't it be interesting <laughs> if this was the thing that connected him to another human being and he got a little bit of perspective? But I don't, I don't think that's, I'm so deeply offended that the first thing it suggests are all the, two, oh. four, let's see, three of these people would never be caught dead on Real Rob, and one no. of them is David Spade. Yeah. Which, which <laughs> yeah, fine. Kevin James has too much dignity <laughs> too to do much, Real Rob. He'll be in Here Comes the Boom, but Real Rob is where it draws. Paul Blart, Paul Blart 2, <laughs> never Real Rob. No, he has his own horrible sitcom to deal with, <laughs> which should be the next podcast. I mean, we'll we we'll, we we'll, we're almost halfway done. I I just I want to take a moment to offer perspective. When I started this podcast, this whole character was supposed to be like loving, ironic adoration of the show, and I can't. I I ran out of it around five episodes. Yeah, in. I had none of this. <laughs> <laughs> All it's it's now like a, a burning dislike. Yeah, like I said, I, I had friends watching it, the episode 6 and 7 with me today to catch up, and they were, like, physically angry mm -hmm. by the time, the, like, they were just yelling at every joke, like, it was not fun, I was like, I'm doing a podcast about it, guys, it's okay. I can't not watch it, guys, it's for the sweet podcast. I'm so, here's the... Uh, there was a time when I was like, especially when we watched the first episode as a group, I was like, oh, this is like the Tommy Was Show of Netflix original. Like, we, we brought up Tommy Was Like, it's a, it's a guy that has a lot of passion for what yeah. he's doing, and he just doesn't have the ability, but you can see some of his ideas. I'm sure it's kind of the opposite of that. He's a, he's, oh, he has all of, the, all of the resources, all of the opportunities. He could hire the best writers on the planet. Yes. But he just has not an ounce of passion. No passion. No effort. It's all those vitamins, man. I'm they so take out passion. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of his uh, his vitamin packages. His passion, and he won't. That's the one he won't take. I can't. I want to see how far this rabbit hole goes. Like, I, is it like? I mean, we have nine more episodes to uncover this yeah. mystery. Who else is funding this vitamin <laughs> company? Because surely, surely the animal isn't oh, yeah. paying for that whole company. I'm fucking, I can't, I can't deal. I can't. Oh, so, yeah, we talked about, uh, we talked about Ryan Gosling. I feel like, I don't, I, I, there's something about the agent I wish I could uncover. I feel, again, we, every once in a while we talk about a uh, character with no de no, uh, that hasn't been given a lot of stage time and we're like, yeah. maybe that's part of the mystery. The more I look at the agent, the more I'm like, no, I just, I get you. I understand, like, Absolutely. you're a horrifying thing, but you're not an unknown entity. I wish there were more to you, but you're, every scene, it's the same thing. You get, like, there's an implication, your assistant's blowing you, and then this episode, the assistant's just blowing you. Yeah. And you're, 
you sell out Robin, but you just like money. And I wish, I, I want there so much to be like a twist. I want there to be an episode all about the agent where it turns out he's taking care of his grandmother. <laughs> or where Jamie, like, needs to find his, uh, find his soulmate on this planet. <laughs> Otherwise, like, he doesn't, no. it's like 101 Deeds for Eddie McDowd situation where he has to be Rob Schneider's assistant until he finds his true love. But it not. Nothing. Whenever you think something interesting could happen, yeah. that's whenever they decide in no way, shape, or form to take a chance of any kind. I'm like, this show, I'm like Charlie Brown and the football. I just keep hoping <laughs> there's something at the end of it, but I just keep slogging It's through. like getting food at a 7-Eleven. <laughs> like, every day you think it's going to be better. You think they're going to change. <laughs> yeah. But they don't. And I think it's, I think it's so funny that Rob Schneider... Uh, in this, you, he seemed very frustrated with his agent. And this whole series seems frustrated with his agent yeah. when uh, he's also the man that agreed to do uh, not one, but two Deuce Bigelow movies. <laughs> uh, the animal. The I don't animal. need to name the hints. No, I don't no. need to. We, we all know his profile. Mm -hmm. But uh, he agreed to do all of those things. All of those things. And uh, I don't... It's the TV show about the zombie apocalypse family. That That's where he's like, oh, I don't want to do this. Something interesting and original? No, no, no. That's too much for the schnob man. I just want to make another Everybody Loves Raymond. I can't. I can't, man. I'm, I'm... And the thing is, Everybody Loves Raymond wasn't even that good. Like, you couldn't even rip off a great show. Like, you can't yeah. even... I... I fucking... I can't believe... You could... I would rather watch a television show about uh, Brad Garrett called Real Brad. Than I would real Rob at this point. I would watch that every day. <laughs> I would. <sighs> I don't know what Brad Garrett does in his day to day. I assume he just eats porridge. I would love to watch Brad Garrett eat porridge, just straight out of a thing. And then every once in a while, he looks at a phone and it doesn't ring, and he just. And looks... it might be a little too hot at first. Yeah, he's got to give it a minute, you know. And then I, I want to know how much sugar does he put in it? Uh, does he do spoons or, does he or do shakes? Spoons? Is it, are there raisins in there? Are there cranberries? Is he washing his heart pressure? See, I'm thinking more about this yes. than I was thinking about uh, Rob really, Schneider. Yeah. At all during I, this I series. Feel, yes, I feel so unrewarded. Yeah, I, I, I. Something about the health supplement company in general uncovering that because I, I, you know, we've talked about mm -hmm. mysteries in the past. Like we've talked about, maybe Jamie ran over a man, and they did the whole shot for shot re this the beat by beat remake with the fish to uncover how Jamie killed. But the entire thing has just been building up to Rob Schneider wants you to buy his health supplements. And his I'm so, very real health supplements. And I'm so deeply, deeply, it's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, which I know for a fact is to avoid taxes. Just Absolutely, yeah. Because I bet it's easier to own property in Flor Fort Lauderdale, Florida than it is California. I wish I knew more about taxes. I, and... I would love to make more accusations, but I'm so, I'm so burnt. I'm so... I've been doing this for seven episodes. I... I can't. I can't fight any harder. I want to... We should try to get somebody that works at Beyond Health on the show. Because I'm sure someone would... Maybe. Here's the thing. Like, okay, so uh, I'm going to pull I up... I bet it's outsourced, though. I'm going to pull up the Better Business Bureau page for Beyond Health, because of course I Oh, it's... That. Yeah, it's all right. I, I have that bookmark. One review, <laughs> negative. You? Of course of it course. was. Yeah. Hey, and then the uh, negative review. Now, I here's the thing I'm trying to figure out. 
Uh, if you read the review, which I will, it says, I have been ordering for Beyond Health for a long time and was always recommending their products to others. I placed an order on Black Friday later after doing my invoice. I noticed that the Black Friday deal was not included. I called customer service a few days later to see if I can still take advantage of the special. Uh, not going into the details of the conversation, but this situation could easily be involved. She showed a little effort trying to help instead of making me feel like she was annoyed answering my questions. Just like real rock. Just like, there's another, I, if, you, if you look up Beyond Health, there are a bunch of things that are like the man. I insisted on talking to the manager, and the manager treated me like I'm an idiot and started yelling <laughs> things like I'm the manager. Like if you go to Yelp.com, you'll find one a, star. One star. I've been a customer of Beyond Health for over three years. Uh, call one. I was disconnected after six minutes of waiting for the rep. Call two. I called back, and their business hour left a message. Call three. Left another message. Uh, call for, uh, They left the entire transcript. They left the entire transcript. I'm glad I got through. I'm you should reenact it like a radio <laughs> play. <laughs> I, so this person is like, I called three times yesterday, left two messages. The rep calls her a liar, says, I don't know that. And says, are you suggesting I'm not telling you the truth? And then just doesn't say anything. <laughs> I like to, I like to, I want to believe that he just said, no response. <laughs> <laughs> no response. And I want to, this is what I was looking for, the final line. The, I asked if I could speak to her manager. Believe it or not, the person who was screaming in the background was the manager. The manager screaming, I'm the manager. She continues to hear the point that other people in the room with me could hear what she was saying. She said, all I did was complain and don't call back till I change my attitude. Then the manager slammed down the phone. <laughs> now, here's the thing. And we've compared Rob Schneider to Donald Trump before. Is this like the Trump administration where the entire pyramid with Rob Schneider at the top is too busy profiting off of the top of the pyramid that they could ever turn on any... Like, if if he goes down, they all go down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's... He's exclusively hired, like, career criminals and the cast of Big Stan. All of their jobs are relying on the Netflix original series, Real Raw. If it doesn't get picked up for season three, they just, what are they going to do? They're just all in the streets. I don't think Grown Ups 3 is coming out soon. <laughs> they, have, they have not... The entire... All of their livelihood, the entire employment rate of the San Francisco is going to... The Fort Lauderdale area, excuse me, is going to drop by 2% if... Real Rob doesn't get picked up. It'll be the great Rob bus in 2019. It was was like the dot com. Like, we all invested so deeply into Rob Schneider, we thought it couldn't fail. Who who would know? He has such a prolific resume. Big Stan, the two Deuce Bigelow. We keep going back to the Deuce Bigelow. There are other Rob Schneider movies that I can't. Oh, The Hot Chick. The oh, yeah. I just can't remember the names of any no, of his movies. No. And because I, for some reason, had a VHS of Deuce Bigelow <laughs> as a child. And sure. I watched it quite a bit. I didn't understand the entire movie, but it was bright and colorful. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I got it. It was, yep, you sure did. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I just, I can't. I feel like this is like, this is the sec, this is the episode before the finale and I feel uh, so deeply hollow. I was hoping I'd get something out of this journey. That spark in your eye when I met you. <laughs> it's like... gone. <laughs> I have nothing left. Like, uh. I just... Here's the weird thing. This podcast... Like, you know how you can take a picture of the president when he starts the term and the president when he... I bet if you took a picture of me seven weeks ago and me now, I look more Gollum-esque really? and less healthy. I could use health supplements now. Is the ironic... <laughs> that's, I could... the, that's the scam. <laughs> That was such a bad experience. I need health. And then I bet at the end of the episode of the season finale, one of the things that scrolls in the credits is Beyond Health International. One of... 
<laughs> one episode of Real Rob is equal to smoking a whole pack of Newports. <laughs> Every That's... episode of Real Rob takes 63 minutes off your life. Uh, this is this is a side note, but Please. I this was probably my favorite quote that I've ever heard in a TV show. <laughs> wow. Like, ever. Okay. Uh, okay. It was whenever they were in the health store, uh-huh. and uh, Rob was talking about his irritated bowels, and the employee goes, you know what irritates my bowels? <laughs> you! <laughs> and you! <laughs> it just gets it was the one thing in the whole show that was completely straight-faced. Like, the girl that Jamie may or may not have been trying to assault right. was less straight-faced than this man. Like, this was that dude's big break. Like, I, I looked on his IMDb, I couldn't see anything else this really. This was it for him. He did a great job. This is, this is his credit. This you is understand? It. This is it. Someday we're going to see him on the comedy circuit. He's going to be at Hyenas Plano, and his credit is going to be real raw. It's gonna be an Albie opening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fun to think you'll be. <laughs> I still got some life in me. Still got some burns. Ah, so what? What, what does you got for notes? What uh, are... see, I'm, I'm trying to see. Uh, because we we you more or less brought up almost all of my notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know this is been talked about before on previous podcasts, but but the cutaways, like the office interview style uh cutaways like at first whenever i like in the first episode or two when he was doing it it was just like kind of stupid and annoying right. but now it's just such a blatant cop-out and yeah. such lazy editing mm-hmm. that it, it's it's become less uh stupid and kind of funny as a more and just uh because like it, almost every time he'll be like no patricia i can't take out the trash and then he'll immediately cut to him I was gonna take, take out, out the, the trash. trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like you could have just added that line mm-hmm. to this. Like, it, and so I would. Yeah, it feels like, and I, I could be off base on it. Like the first episodes, they had like bits for the cutaways, right? Like, yeah, Patricia's not like doing the cut with the thing, talking about the vasectomy. It seems like now they'll shoot the footage and be like, oh. Now this transition doesn't make sense. That's literally what I was about to say, yeah. It looks we'll like they, they had to do rewrites, and it would be way easier and cheaper just to film Rob sitting in front of a camera, probably in his house. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine that every house scene is actually in their house. Yeah. Uh, and then, as the entire show, because uh, I might have missed an episode or two, because oh, I, I wasn't trying too hard to keep up <laughs> no, with I, the continuity. I understand. Uh, this is my quest. You've been asking me about this episode for like a month. You're like, hey, you want, you gonna catch up with us? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. I gotta do that. Yeah, no. I, but uh, I'm, I've I've made so many people watch Real Rap at this point. This, this is this is definitely the episode where I look back on my achievements and realize they're rubble. This is absolutely. Oh. You just made seven to eight different people watch <laughs> There are more episodes uh, of this show than there were people in the room that first time we all watched it together. Yes. So there, you're going to have to start getting strangers I'm going to have to start begging on the street. <laughs> Instead of like, we'll do anything for quarters. We'll do anything for you to watch real rap. <laughs> You don't even have to like it. <laughs> it would help if you didn't. It would make the podcast so much better if you despise real world. That's the thing. We're, it's, we've, we've talked about how this podcast inevitably ends. 
and it is with uh, me becoming real. And this is this is to the same way Rob Schneider only derives pleasure from other people's pain. It's going to get to the point where the only thing that I find funny is uh, making other people watch real Rob, and I'm yeah. already there. It's already the funniest thing I can think of, as evidenced by the fact I've made seven episodes of this podcast. <laughs> This is the funniest bit to you. Like, and that's why I think this is so fantastic. Because I, you know, I've been around the scene for a while. Never, not once have I been hanging out and someone's like, man, there's not a Rob Schneider podcast that we can all listen man, to. I have so much fun hanging out with my friends. If only we had a Rob Schneider podcast to put on the old record player. <laughs> But not like the hits, Rob Schneider, right? <laughs> yeah, not, like, no, no. not like a loving tribute to the early works. I want the I want the new stuff. I want Yeah, the, we, we need that new Rob Schneider <laughs> coming directly to our doorstep. We need that hot off the presses Netflix original series Real Rob Rob Schneider. Has, has Rob Schneider done anything else besides this show? Like uh, recently? In, in the last five years? I don't think so. Like I can't because he used to pop up in movies every now and then. Like. Uh, yeah, I, so if you look at his uh, IMDb page or his Wikipedia, which I like, I, I'll tell you right now, there's a 14-year gap in the television Yeah. Series. Ali McBeal for one episode, and then Rob, the CBS sitcom. Then he was on one episode of Inside Amy Schumer, one episode of Hot in Cleveland, and then Real Rob. That's his last credit wow. from 2015 to present. And he was in, uh, oh, he was in Norm of the North in 2016. Oh, that's right. Which was a critically, and Jamie was in that. Jamie was in Norm of the Day. That's probably how they met. They were... Yep. (laughs) A critically panned movie about a polar bear traveling to New York City. I think it has like a 3-1 I forgot that movie exists. I remember I worked at a movie theater when uh, they were playing trailers for that all Mm -hmm. the time. And I was like... That's, that can't be a real fucking movie. There's no way that that is a real theatrical release. And yet. And yeah, and I, I remember it was at the theater when I worked there, and there was maybe, maybe three people in the theater at oh, a time. Oh, no. I, I like, maximum yeah. three no, people. This the movie was an embarrassing bomb. Was he the lead in Norm of the North? He was, he was the Norm. He was Norm. Okay. He was Norm okay. of the North. He Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Rob Schneider can only pick those uh, top shelf uh, animated roles. Fucking, I don't know who cat. We've immediate. <laughs> I okay. Before I say this line, I want to find out who Katsumoto is. He was produced. The movie was produced by Ken Katsumoto, and Katsumoto explained we immediately fell in love with Rob's voice. Katsumoto <laughs> said his vocal dexterity was amazing. He also did a great job of embellishing lines to make them funnier. Many of those ad libs made it into the film. Are you? I like to think. I mean, I mean, I'm okay with believing that that uh, Rob's uh, he's definitely suited for the talents of Norm of the North. Oh, you sure, know, sure, his sure, comedic sure. skills. Um, he's yeah. probably the funniest person at Norm of the North. That would have worked on Norm. Yeah. Well, like, Ken Jeong also worked on Norm. Oh, Ken Jeong. <laughs> no, no, never mind. It's like that. <laughs> Point. Take it back. <laughs> Does, is Ken, Ken Jong sitcom still on? Ken, uh, that's a great question. I hope so. Let's see. Television. Because that show wasn't bad. I like uh, Ken Jong. Again, uh, uh, let's see. It, it wasn't the $100,000 pyramid. It wasn't. It was, Dr. Ken. No. Yeah, no. Over. I figured. I do want to point out uh, we did, in the middle of looking at Rob Schneider's Wikipedia page, immediately get distracted and look at the Wikipedia page for Dr. Ken because yes. that's how. That's how quickly we're deviating into other things 
because of how we've just we've run out. It was a much better show than <laughs> Real Rough. And it got canceled somehow. Also two seasons. How Wait, appropriate. Actually mm. this was on ABC. Rob's uh Sir Rob Stiers was on CBS. CBS. Okay. No, I, I was about to make some wild theories. Like <laughs> he's on at the same time. Was there a world where I could watch Rob and then Dr. Ken back to back? If only. <laughs> what power block was this? <laughs> what TV Power Hour, TGIF, was, why couldn't I? This is so... After I, these messages. I would like to point out that Dr. Ken got a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is 7% higher than Real Rob. Dog. Yeah. Uh, so objectively... at zero? Uh, Real Rob. That's the reason I started the podcast. I was like, there's got to be some merit so that it's not worth a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, we've made it through seven episodes. I still don't think it's worth a 0%. But I'm way closer to thinking that than I was at the start of the. I time. would say I would say under ten percent, no oh, matter no. what. Like no. there's no like there is. I I think <laughs> like especially in terms of of a comedy because Spaceballs has like a thirty percent on. Spaceballs has a thirty percent. Like it, it might be it might be different now, but like it, it was it was crazy low. I believe that crazy low. Uh, so whenever it comes like a. Uh, to run tomatoes a lot of the time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it's that's the fifty-seven, like which is better than thirty. But it's Spaceballs, one of the best comedies Classic ever. Classic film. But like Outrageous. with a show like Real Rob, I'll, I'll think how how often will this make me laugh? Like what percentage of the time? And Real Rob, uh, definitely not a zero percentage. No, 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 no. But I would say about five percent of the time, <laughs> I'll maybe crack a chuckle, yeah. maybe smile. I just I want to understand it. It, it, here's the thing. Maybe that's all there is to it. Maybe he's like, because I I was so fat. Look at the first few episodes. I was so fat. Like the entire Norm scene <laughs> is still funny to me. The entire like there because that's Norm. It's like. Norm McDonald. I, w- I wanted to dep- I wanted to understand like why is why is this so much funnier than everything else and why is like there there were jokes that I laughed at and I was like this is fun and all it but, felt- but the more you learn the yeah. more tainted it becomes. It like. absolutely. I hope there was growth or something to gain from this, and it's all this time I've I've traveled through this desert of zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and the only thing resting from the other side was deals for health supplement, fifty percent off. <laughs> I can't. I mean, that's not a bad deal for eighty dollar <laughs> health supplement. I mean, yeah. And now I'm sitting. Now I was sitting there reading about the Spaceballs animated series way more intently. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough. Oh. He posted about the vitamins at 10 p.m. This wasn't a during the day thing. No, he was. This was one of those late nights. Like he was probably texting like uh, someone at the vitamin show. Like you up? <laughs> <laughs> Are you being rude to customers? Cool. I'm going to shoot out a tweet at 10 p.m. <laughs> this company's going places. That's the only time I can imagine somebody buying vitamins for Rob Schneider. You're drunk. It's 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> You're just shit posted on Twitter. You're like. Mm-hmm. Vitamins, I could be healthy. Yeah. Rob Schneider seems healthy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Rob Schneider, did you see him in the animal? He was so fit. He was so fit. Yeah, that him. was the that was what we were always talking about in every Rob Schneider classic. How in physically in perfect shape he was. I'm so I just I I would I wanna I imagine Rob Schneider looking at like the stock for his vitamin company and it going down, and him being like, "How do I fit? I know I'll tweet." And then I just—I hope the stock for his company goes down just like half a percent. (laughs) I here's the—I hope it doesn't, and I'll tell you why. 
because I believe one of the definitions for uh, libel and slander is that we have to intentionally seek out to cause him financial harm. Oh, uh, in that case, guys, check out... <laughs> Please support Beyond Health International. <laughs> you gotta. It's some great stuff. I take their prostate helper. Uh, it's actually... Their prostate helper is actually just... <laughs> all of the seasons that Rob Schneider was on Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. like, it, makes, it helps my prostate. Massive erection. It's like, oh man, did I take vi vitamin... Bo bo Viagra tea? <laughs> no. It's a Rob Schneider product. Available for uh, your internet purchase. Baby, take these vitamins. <laughs> Rob made them. <laughs> you know Rob. You know Rob Schneider. And then you open up the container, you unscrew it, and then on every vitamin there's a tiny Rob Schneider just drilled onto there. <laughs> it's like the Flintstone vitamins. Yes. With Rob Schneider instead. <laughs> That is fantastic. I, I feel like I, I feel like we've gained all we can from this. Where was your lift supposed to take you? Cause I uh I we I'm gonna let let me look yeah. at my maps. We've been going. This is a very long lift. This uh, is a lengthy lift. I'm not paying for this. No no no. I got this kid. We've been going 375 miles an hour uh, directly toward Los Angeles, where oh. Bob Schneider lives. Uh, I hope you weren't trying to get anywhere. I mean, I was going to go to the Jamba Juice, but I, there should be one there should somewhere be, around yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did set the destination as uh, the foot of the Ghost Voltron. I'm okay. sure he'll understand to follow directions and not drive directly into the... Oh, there's the Ghost Voltron. Hey, what's up, guys? Ah! ah! Wow, my back seat is the only part of the Hyundai Elantra that isn't crushed to death. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody drove into the part of the car Daniel was in. Yeah. Oh man, he's. I don't. <laughs> I don't forgive you. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. No, you're fine. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. He was funny even into death. What a guy. Uh, Daniel, if your spirit is still here, or if you're wounded in the car, uh, could you plug your Twitter handle and your associated projects people should follow and watch? You guys can follow me. I'm not doing this. You guys can follow me <laughs> at Magda Daniel on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, same as on Instagram. And uh, that's all for me for now, because I have no real life. No, uh, I get it. My life is just watching real Rob and <laughs> talking to Wes Corwin about it. Yes. Yeah. Is and now was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never watching this show again. I'm not listening to this episode. I'm going to block it out of my mind. I'm stuffing it all down deep. It's gone. It's gone. I'm I took a two-hour train to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I walked along a dirt road. There was no sidewalk. There was all sorts of varying smells as I walked into your neighborhood. First, it smelled like chicken. Then, it smelled like decomposition. I was gonna say your spirit's at peace, but it's very clear uh, you're just you're you're gone. But your spirit is not at peace, as made clear. Uh, I'm now in the city where J-Sharp is uh, devastating the local folk. 
you know, the, the townspeople. Well, it's a city, so I don't know. Townspeople in a city. Anyway, all the stuff I gathered, I this is the culmination of it. I gotta tell you, this is mostly held together with uh, Elmer's glue, glue sticks, what I had lying around the house. We'll see how it goes. Hitting this button. I scrambled around the house, I took all the parts of Soundboard Bot and uh, combined him with the genetic components that of course I kept out of the Philippines. I'm not going to give all that back, I'm not going to give it back to the Earth, it's my property. I stole it. So... Schneider. <laughs>